Welcome to Food Safety University, episode number 38. And this week we are talking about what it is like to go into new markets, looking to create results from who you really want to be. Welcome to the Food Safety University podcast presented by Dr. Michelle Fannensteel of Dirigo Food Safety. Tune in to learn about food safety and processing in plain terms. We'll break down the ins and outs of HACCP, the food code, and much, much more so that you can easily implement and manage your own food safety program and even have some fun while doing so. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It is another amazing day here in Ohio and we are having a ton of fun doing all sorts of important work uh, and really changing the food landscape. I'm so excited. And of course, if you want to get in on it and want to become a client, uh, I know I provide a ton of stuff here on the podcast and all, all my clients listen to the podcast and work with me. And so if you're looking to work with me, the best way to get started is to go over and join Food Safety University. And you can uh, you can go check that out at foodsafetyuniversity.com. Or if you want to find out more information, um, just hit us up at dirigofoodsafety.com. Go over and check it out because that has all the details, all the goodies, all the good things uh, for really taking this work a lot deeper and making the changes and making the decisions that you need to make. Because when it comes down to it, all of this stuff is really, truly about making decisions. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And the faster you make decisions, the more money you will make. End of story. Okay. And you, my friend, are in business to make money. Businesses make money. Hobbies cost money. Okay. You can be like losing money and on your way to break even. And you know what I'm talking about, right? But unless you're bringing in actual revenue and you have a, and you have a plan for actually creating um, a profitable business, you um, may have a very involved and very complex hobby, but it's probably still just a hobby. Okay. So one of the decisions that you can make is to apply all of this leadership stuff to truly creating a profit. Now, for those of you who are, you know, so today's today's podcast, as you heard in the intro, we're talking about uh, new markets. So uh, the last episode in the leadership series was talking about your physical expansion. And now we're going to talk about your, your like expansion into new markets. And there are one of two ways that you can do that. Right. And both are a challenge to your leadership. And the question that you're going to ask at the beginning, that's the beginning part of this leadership question, uh, when we talk about who before how, one of the things that you can also ask yourself is why. (laughs) Okay, And I ask that question because I often find when People are having trouble making money and they want to go into new markets, okay, Um, which is a different conversation than we've been having, you know, like, like expanding your footprint is because you were just running out of room because you're, you're being successful. But going into new markets is a different conversation. And I find people go into new markets when they are unsatisfied with the progress or uh, otherwise not locking down to the discipline of making their current market successful. 
Now, there are lots of nuance and variation to this. So the first question, as we look at the leadership and you're like, okay, grass is greener over there. I want to go over there. Friends, grass is greener, as my coach says, where you water it. Okay, so we can make the grass green where you are, or we can make the grass greener over there. Either place, I promise you, you're still going to have to water it. <laughs> All right. And so I want you to think about why you are expanding into new markets. So that's the first question, because that is going to give you a whole lot of insight into what result you are trying to create. Because if you are trying to create new results in new markets uh, without having the results that you want in the market that you have, it's going to be really, really difficult. Solving the problems that you have in the market you originally went into is work worth doing and it is leadership work. Now, what do I mean by doing that? Okay. What I mean is... Um, Taking your original business idea, your original food that you were going after, the original concept, however you were originally going and doing that, and really asking yourself, have you really pursued it with all levels of vigor? Okay. And have you, I mean, this is a question of, did you try and create your results and did you go all in? All right. Now. Most people take a look at me and my life and my business and are like, wow, that is all in to a pretty crazy extent, okay? Well, not to use ableist language, but that is all in to a pretty intense uh, extent, <clears throat> okay? I, to, make my, to, to help my business succeed, sold my house in Maine and moved to Ohio and bought into a farm, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I am not saying you need to do that. That is the choice that was right for me and my family and my business. But the level of intensity that you can experience in going all in your business is probably comparable to the level of intensity, if not complication, that I put into my life, okay? And so... Before you decide to go into new markets, have you tapped every corner of your leadership to do that process? Okay. And I asked myself this question uh, a lot over the past, what has it been, two and a half years? Because in the, in the, consulting world that I have been in and the projects I have been working in, I, you know, I know with, 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 with great certainty that I went all in on the being a consultant and working with people one-on-one, -on -one, which I of course still do. Right. But my message and the change that I want to make in the world needed a larger audience. Okay. And so that meant starting a group program, starting the course at Food Safety University. And we've had several iterations of it. And this is going to be a world change. This is a world changing course. It changes the course of businesses, right? And changes the, the trajectory of businesses, which was, you know, one of the exact results I was trying to get. But I decided to go after a, to create a new product, right? Which is a type of new market for my existing market. And that was, first it was the power group, which if you've listened to old episodes of the podcast, you've heard about that. And the power group transmogrified uh, into Food Safety University, right? 
Uh, and I did that because of my desire to serve and reach more and more of the people who are in my target market. Okay. So a comparable level of, of, of introspection and intention is what you're going to need when you decide to approach your own new markets, because you can go to new markets either with new products or you can take your same products and reach different people. Okay. I have tried both, right? I have, I, you know, I don't know, 2015, maybe I made a really concerted effort. I made a really concerted effort to move into the cannabis field. Okay. Uh, because I deeply in my heart believe that, um, that people who are using, uh, cannabinoids and cannabis products deserve safe products. Um, it turns out the cannabis market might not agree with me, right? But I tell you what, I went all in uh, on serving the cannabis market. I had several successful cannabis customers, but the level of uh, the level of profit and the level of work that it took and the the mind management it took was not one that I was I uh, that I was going to do for the return that I was getting on it. Okay. And sometimes that's going to happen. So sometimes you're going to take the same product and you're going to say, okay, I'm going to go try and sell it in this sort of place. Okay. That's one way of entering a new market. The other way of entering a new market is saying, okay, we're doing really well with this product set. Let's expand and create new product sets. All right. People do, people do expansion. Um, I, the the both ways okay i have done it both ways food safety university was a new product set expanding into the cannabis market in 2015 uh was a new target market for the same product set so the first thing that you have to do when you decide on um going after a new market is to is is to have some semblance of which one you're gonna do okay because the results that you're gonna create kind of depend on which which strategy you're going to use okay that strategy should be overall informed by the results overall that you are creating in your business by who you are being in your business like right now okay use that process to discern whether you're going to create new products or go after new target markets and once you've made that decision then we're going to iterate again and say okay with this new market what results am i trying to create so we have results in health wealth and community most of the time all right i would say that one of the reasons you're going to go after new markets is to try and create profit if you are not already profitable it is surpassingly important to understand that if that why you are not profitable right now and how going into a new market may or may not contribute to that profitability. All right. The discipline to profit is incredibly important when going after a new market, because if you don't do that, you're going to be profitable with uh, you're going to be not profitable with multiple different things which is way more of a headache okay it's not that you can't manage your mind around it you totally can but it is just way more of a headache so i want you to consider when and come from a profit standpoint do you have the discipline in your leadership okay to be disciplined to profit 
in, in the new market. What does that look like? What results are you trying to create with your profit with this decision? Okay. So then the next one um, that we usually look at when we're going into new markets is community results. We go into new markets because we want to either strengthen the bond with the community that we already have, i.e. our current target market, or we want to um, find a new community within which we can sell. <laughs> okay. Uh, both of those are reasonable. Um, what are the community effects that you are trying to have? Are you trying to like reach new people with the story and the message and the amazingness of your food um, and, and build community that way and build a story around who they are while they're consuming your food? Uh, or are you trying to take people who, who you know, already love you and um, connect with them even more by giving them more options to of, of stuff to buy from you? Okay. So that's, those are, those are probably the most common results when you start evaluating, am I going into, am I going into new markets? Uh, okay. And then the next uh, question that we always ask is, well, who am I going to be? Okay. And I want you to really consider, are you still bringing the same core values to the question of new markets uh, that you bring to everything else? Because Going into new markets, expanding your business in that way um, will will always have you coming back to the question of who am I being here? How am I going to solve this problem coming from my core values? Because going into, we, you know, going into new markets will be a challenge. That's one of the reasons that we do it is because we want to find out who we're going to be as we go into new markets. If it was easy, everybody would do it. <laughs> okay. Because once you decide to go into a new market, you know, you heard me say the grass is always greener. Well, you know, the grass is greener where you water it, because I promise you, just like everything else, you're going to get to that new market and you're going to look at the pasture, if you will. And all of a sudden you're going to see the weeds and you're going to see the gopher holes that you couldn't see when you were over on the other side of the fence. <laughs> okay. And so then you're going to have to decide with profit as your discipline, what are you going to do in this new market to be successful? And you're going to go all in on that new market. Okay. And what all in looks like looks different to different people. Okay. My level of all in to people is probably not what everybody else's level of all in, but it may be not not as all in as you do, right? I mean, I have tons of clients, right, who before they came to me were like ready to throw in the towel. And this happens with all of my recall clients because you get a recall and the first thing you think of is, oh my God, I'm going to have to shut the doors or I'm going to shut the doors or whatever doors conversation and shutting you are having, right? Everybody comes with that if it's your first recall and that sheer level of terror. And I bring that up because it's the intensity of emotion, right? And the, and the going all in, are you going to tolerate that intensity of emotion as you pursue these new markets? All right. And it is like, I mean, guys, if you think about it, recalls aren't the only place where you have an intense level of emotion. You have intense levels of emotion around all the things that we talk about here on the podcast, right? I mean, don't even, don't even bother telling me you haven't gotten epically frustrated 
you know, and just wanted to like hit your machinery with a hammer to make it work. That's a super intense level of emotion. And going into new markets is going to require being able to deal with that level of emotion. And yeah, maybe it's about your marketing plan and your, and your um, I don't know, your labeling. And maybe it's about new employees or maybe it's whatever it's about in the new market. Saying, am I going to be able to discipline myself to the profit and discipline myself to feeling all of those intense emotions so it doesn't hijack the process is the question that you're going to want to ask. Okay. And if the answer is no, it's better to do it when you're doing it as a thought experiment, <laughs> right? Then when you are doing it as a, um, as you know, something that you've invested in, because often when you move into a new market and you grow your business, you can't pay attention to all of the things all the time and profitability may take a may take a dip and revenue may take a dip do you have the way to do you have ways to overcome that uh, cuz you're going to need them you're going to need those ways and those are things that i mean you know there have been months where i have been tolerating that as i grow food safety university right and that's incredibly important to know about yourself, because if you're not, again, if you're not profitable now, where are the where is the operating expense going to come from for you to create a new reality and a new market and be successful there? Okay, so these conversations, they're gonna start with CapEx and OpEx because going after new markets costs money. If you're planning on doing this on the cheap, then I recommend not doing it. I recommend deciding to be happy with your markets as they are right now, especially if you're profitable. You could just decide how much money you're making now is enough and save yourself all the time aggravation and energy. And then if you still have energy to burn, go get a hobby. It's totally fine, right? So if that is what you are going after, you know, and just you're kind of bored at work, examine that and then decide with intention from your highest self, right? From, from the, the who you are, decide whether or not more products and busy, being busier at work is really going to serve you. It's a, you know, I mean, that's, it's, it's a conversation worth having, but it's one I wish more of my clients would have. Are you expanding because the profit is there, uh, because your supply chain is tied in, because your demand chain is growing, um, and you are looking to serve more people? Or are you thinking about expanding because you're bored? Hmm. Okay. I've had clients answer both ways and they're like, I just want the new challenge. I'm a little bored doing what I'm doing. Awesome. All right, great. Then let's do, then let's figure it out from a place of you're looking for a new challenge and you're looking for, for new and expanded ways to challenge yourself as a business person. Knock yourself out. That's a great reason. If it's one that sustains you, whoa, right? Uh, so those are the questions that you're going to want to ask yourself, okay? Because then what you're going to do is, is you're going to take how you solve problems and you're going to apply it to, to this process. So this is, you're going to apply it to this process and you're going to say, okay, who I am is, you know, in my case, love, service, and self-respect. And the result that I'm trying to create, you know, with Food Safety University, the result I am trying to create is a global footprint of 
food safety education and documentation and help for small food businesses so that they can feed their people. Okay. And I'm, you guys know me, I'm all in on that. Right. And then how am I going to do it? I am going to go be a product of my product and I am finding the team, right. And finding the team you guys know can be an iterative process, right? I have a new marketing team coming on tomorrow and which I suppose will be a couple of weeks ago by the time this is released, right? So I have a marketing team that I am working with. I have a, a technology team I am working with and all of these things have evolved and iterated, right? So I find my, I, I, I figure out my team. I figure out what problem I am solving. I am solving the problem of people having no blessed clue what they're supposed to be doing. And then when they try and go do it anyway, getting completely overwhelmed and having less of a clue of what they're supposed to be doing when it comes to food safety. So then I say, well, who am I solving this for? I am solving it for smallholder food manufacturers. Like I'm not changing, I'm not changing that target market because the concepts I teach in food safety university, I could, for example, transfer over to oil and gas, like manufacturing is manufacturing, but I'm not doing it. I am expanding um, to a global audience from a primarily U.S. audience um, with my food safety university, uh, process. Uh, right. And then how am I, you know, like, what's the plan for doing it? I have a plan for what I am doing and I am then doing the fifth step, which is executing. And then I do after action reviews on it all the stinking time, uh, right? What's working, what's not working and what are we going to do different, which then iterates back to the top of the process. So you guys need to figure out your, how you do things from who you are, so that you can go figure out how to do your own process in your own markets. Um, alrighty, that's what we got for the podcast today. Come check us out at dirigofoodsafety.com and uh, share the podcast with a friend. <laughs> Our uh, footprint is growing. It's so much fun to hear from people uh, about how much they're getting out of the podcast. So I love you all and we'll talk next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Before you go, Click the subscribe button and check us out at foodsafetyuniversity.com, where we have free food safety guides waiting for you. Until next time, keep up the great work. <laughs>